welcome back to another episode of Voices, our podcast where we discuss uh, the issues of domestic abuse globally. And today we're really lucky to have Elizabeth Brazil uh, from UMA, president of UMA. Hello, Elizabeth. Hello, Peter. <laughs> We've had a big month in uh, sep- uh, November and we're coming to the... Uh, first week of December, where we see the ending of the 16 days of activism against gender-based violence, um, which is a UN campaign. And last week we had the International Conference for Policy and Practices to End Gender-Based Violence. So perhaps you can talk a bit about what Umar is doing and some of the things that you've been working on over this past uh, important month. Okay, yes, uh, November and um, concerning 25th of November, the International Day uh, Against uh, Violence Against Women, um, it's uh, all, the, all, all years the remember of the beginning of the fight for women's rights. Um, in November, uh, we had uh, the International Con- uh, Conference um, in, in, in the first municipal plan um, against the, the domestic violence and gender-based violence in Lisbon. Mm-hmm. It was not a conference, a UMAR conference, but it's a partnership um, conference. Um, and uh, UMAR was also involved in the national campaign and in the regional campaign all over the country. Mm. Uh, femicide is also an issue that Umar has uh, all, all here, um, and uh, we presented uh, the, the national report about femicide in Portugal, a work that we have um, for 12 years, um, and the numbers are always shocking everyone and uh, each of us. Mm. Um, our work on shelters and support uh, centers for battered women are always our our most um, uh, area and each day we are with women on shelters and uh, support centers and that is uh, the work that continues all over the uh, the, the, the year. Yes. So um, that's uh, our, what are we are doing um, uh, in Omar since 1996, the year that our association um, has born. And so this uh, report that you've been doing on femicide has been a big project for UMA over many years, right? Yes. So maybe yes, you can tell project. us maybe you can tell us about that project and what some of the findings were in that project. Yes. Um, all the the violence, uh, um, domestic violence and domestic abuse, uh, all, all people know that happened. But there's still an invisibility about about it. It's something that we heard on the news uh, and newspapers, but it's uh, one day one and the other day another one. But I think all all, all the people uh, seems uh, know that it happens, but how to fight against it? Uh, how to, how to help? How to do it? How to finish all this uh, uh, epidemic or pandemic? Because it's not only in Portugal, it's all over the world. Uh, and the, the data we have are, are tremendous. 
um, and um, we cannot um, be um, still um, until uh, these figures uh, go get lower, and we have more support to fight against uh, this uh, this uh, this phenomenon. Yeah. So, so um, in put. In Portugal, we have um, femicide, uh, and we have femicide all over the world. And we named femicide, not homicide, because um, we have uh, lots of women that are killed in intimate relationships, and we don't know uh, how many are they uh, are they in Portugal and all over the world. Uh, some organization all over the world uh, has some uh, some work on this. And Europe, we have uh, a project, uh, femicide across Europe, because we want we want to know and we need to know which are the causes of uh, women assassination, mm. um, and which uh, which of those assassination are related with domestic abuse. Right. And uh, I might so just clarify, we, Elizabeth. I might just clarify with yes. our listeners who aren't familiar with the term femicide. It's um, yes. and correct me if I've um, not got the clear definition, but it's it's basically a sex-based hate crime term, specifically for yes. uh, the killing of women. But uh, because they are because, because they, they are, are women, women yes. yes, because it's a sex-based yes. hate crime, yes. and um, yes. and then the definitions sometimes vary depending on the cultural context. Like femicide yes. can look different in uh, Northern Africa than perhaps what it might look like in Europe, for instance. Um, but I think the broad right. term for femicide is that it is particularly a, a crime based on a hate towards women. Yes, is that correct? That's it. That's it. Yeah. Yes, that's correct. Yeah. And in Portugal, uh, like in uh, many of other countries, we have the the numbers and uh, the official numbers of homicide, but we don't know who is killing who and why um, they killed uh, themselves or um, why they kill other people. Mm -hmm. So we noticed that in Portugal, lots of women are in the official statistics, and we didn't know who who killed her. Mm -hmm. uh, who killed them? And so, um, 12, 14, 12 years ago, we began to um, uh, to uh, um, do some research concerning this uh, this, uh, this this crime, concretely against women. And our uh, the results we have it's uh, in Portugal, um, 40 uh, women are killed uh, uh, every year. Uh, on the, the the context of familiar relationships or uh, intimate relationships, it's um, it's uh, awful. It's uh, mm. huge numbers, and we are also demanding uh, through the official data to put more information on the official uh, on this uh, official information. We, we need to know who is killing who and which are the context of these uh, these murders. It's yeah. it's different from the different. It, this is this is different from the generality high criminality on the society, mm. um, and uh, um, and it's very important for uh, the national uh, policies to uh, develop uh, measures that uh, can um, also fight uh, more concretely this kind of uh, of crime. Yeah. Because that, that averages out to about one death per every week and a half, right? Yes, yes, yes. Yeah, so that so rate is have, very high. Uh, two, we have two, uh, two deaths 
per per month. We have two, two deaths. Two month. deaths per month. Yes. Yep. Yes. Yes. It's too it's, it's too high. It's not only Portugal. Uh, we can see some rates on Europe and even some uh, uh, um, countries in the world are um, are more higher than this. Mm. But uh, if it, it was only one woman, it was um, uh, brutal. So we have to work to understand how this occurs, why this occurs, and uh, to fight against these contexts that are murdering women all over and people all over the world. Yeah, and because they are generally categorized as hate-based crimes, does that mean that um, the the method used in killing is is quite severe? Um, yes, in, yes. In, in terms they of, are very severe. Yes, and that the women yes, experience a lot severe. of pain uh, in that process yes, of being of killed. Yes, lots of pain. Yes, yes. And uh, the information we have, it's the 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 the, uh, the femicide occurs. Most of them occurred uh, in relationships that they were already violent. Mm -hmm. So it is, a, uh, it is um, the increase of the violence uh, and the death occurs in, the, in, those, in this increasement of the, 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 the familiar or uh, the intimate partnership abuse. Mm -hmm. um, so uh, we need to, uh, to, um, to tell women that we, we must stop violence um, early, earlier, and to maintain in in uh, in, in uh, aggressive um, relationships is um, uh, can can end on femicide. Yes, and an interesting statistic that came out of the international conference in Lisbon last week was that um, I think Marsha Scott from Scottish Women's Aid um, quoted. Uh, approximately 75% of women that are killed by intimate partners are killed after they've already left the relationship, right? So did you yes. have any indication in your study of femicide how, like, what the percentage was of deaths that occurred whilst the person was still in the relationship versus after they'd already left or tried to leave? Mm -hmm. Do you have any information um, on that? We have Yes, we have some information on that. Um, we, what we know is uh, that 65% uh, of uh, all the women that were killed uh, were uh, killed uh, by her husband, ex-husband, or um, people that have already been uh, our, uh, their husband. Mm -hmm. And most uh, of them, um, uh, most of the uh, of the women people knew about the, this abuse in the relationship, and um, nearly 30 percent of them have already complained um, to the uh, the national um, entities. Mm -hmm. So it was already it has already um, or, or, or in or in course um, a judicial process. And it was not. Um, it, it, it didn't save them. So um, it's uh, some of the figures are, are, are brutal. Um, and uh, what we what we mean is, it's not only to uh, to to make a complaint, and uh, the complaint itself doesn't. Um, it's it's not uh, enough uh, to give uh, uh, women safety. Yeah, that's incredible um, that it's already after they've passed through the judicial system 
that that wasn't enough yes. to keep these women safe and still yes, resented, Portugal, resulted in their murder. Yes, Portugal has since 99 um, policies and national plans against uh, violence. Uh -huh. um, it's true that women's rights uh, have proceeded uh, uh, since 1974 uh, uh, 74 in Portugal after the, uh, uh, the, the, um, the, the, the democracy in Portugal. And until now, uh, in one concern, uh, domestic uh, abuse, we have policies, we have national plans. We are in the fifth national plan against uh, violence and prevention, uh, domestic violence and gender-based violence. Um, we have uh, lots uh, of, uh, of areas are now more developed than, developed than they, they were um, in the past, uh, such as the, the training, uh, legislation, number of resources, more information, and better qualification of professionals. However, Portugal maintains high figures of domestic abuse and femicide in intimate partner uh, relationships. And, um, not of uh, not of of uh, all of the victims um, can effectively effectively and daily um, have uh, the consignation and leave uh, uh, their uh, their rights. Mm. Uh, we have low numbers of restricted orders, uh, low number of uh, convictions, and uh, women are um, often or daily. Um, responsible for their own security, mm. and so uh, shelters are the, the 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 response of the system. If a woman it's not it's it's in an abused uh, relationship, she has to move to a shelter with the, the children to have uh, opportunity uh, to leave <laughs> and to um, to have some some support and uh, fight for her life. Yeah, um, we have uh, we have done lots of things, but we have still lots of things to do. Also, the community still still doesn't uh, have uh, still doesn't participate on the demand of stop violence, uh, um, domestic violence, or all forms of uh, violence against women in Portugal. And also, our educational system the system has not incorporated the prevention. Uh, of uh, uh, and human rights as part of young people education um, and uh, the strategy um, to to end um, this violation of human rights. Mm. And you know, it's it's interesting because uh, in the work that Free Yourself Global has been doing, while we've been looking across uh, the planet in different areas. Um, Portugal uh, does have very strong uh, facilities and resources around shelters uh, and great yeah. infrastructure for their shelters, uh, more so than many other countries. But part of the mm -hmm. issue is that, firstly, the women and the children, when they're affected by violence, you know, the shelter is kind of like the last resort because essentially they're having to uh -huh. be displaced and flee mm -hmm. to try and get to safety. But because of the low mm -hmm. conviction rate, uh, then mm -hmm. essentially they <laughs> they can't stay in a shelter forever, right? They need to find a way to have a life, yeah. but effectively they're somewhat yeah. in hiding, right? Because the yeah. perpetrator is still out there and still continuing to, you know, to try to cause harm uh, to yeah. these particular people. So what 
Uh, I know that Umar is a, a Portuguese-based um, NGO, but Elizabeth, you do do a lot of work personally, don't you, And uh, with Umar to collaborate with other European groups uh, dealing at a policy mm -hmm. level. Or how, ha, has there been any other research that you know of in Europe on specifically femicide? And, and what do you see after this report? Uh, how, you know, how do we tackle this really big problem of uh, low convictions and then women still having to hide and, and flee um, despite having tried to take legal action to protect themselves? So oh, it's a big question. Yeah, I know. <laughs> yes. I think we have to, um, all, over, uh, uh, all over the world and in Portugal and Europe too, I think gender equality is not um, a win issue. Uh, women's, uh, women's rights and human rights are not a uh, 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 granted uh, issue. Mm. We have to, um, to work each day uh, and to fight against abuse, all kinds of abuse, of uh, human rights abuse. Um, we have to fight for women's, uh, for women's rights, for gender equality, for better education, um, for um, uh, women get, uh, 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 to achieve um, uh, their rights. It's not only to have rights, but to live uh, those rights. Mm -hmm. um, and what we, we see for today, uh, everyone speaks about human rights and uh, gender equality. But it's not really uh, a right if you cannot live this right and if you cannot live your, your life with security um, and to, uh, to raise and uh, to raise your, your children in a peaceful uh, and security place. Mm. We have lots, lots of <laughs> work to do, still have lots of uh, work to do in Europe. And um, we know that in, in other parts of, of, uh, of the world, uh, we have people and women, particularly women and children, that has uh, already, hasn't, hasn't already the rights that me uh, um, in Portugal uh, or other women in Europe or in some uh, other countries uh, can, uh, can have. Yeah. Uh, and we, we see that all, all, all the days on the news. Um, uh, and testimonial of uh, women all over the world. Yeah, absolutely. It's not definitely not an issue local um, specific to Portugal or Europe by, by that measure. Yeah. Uh, uh, some recent yeah, statistics yeah. coming out of Australia. I think the statistics for femicide as uh, one every uh, two weeks or one every week is similar in Australia also. Um, you know, that's yeah. uh, my, my so place of origin. So... Um, Something interesting that you said also was that um, Portugal, uh, Umar has participated uh, in Portugal with a, a national campaign. Um, mm -hmm. and, and, and I've seen some of this campaign and it's really focusing on having people in the community uh, engage with uh, preventing violence, domestic abuse. Uh, because I think... Yeah. Globally, this is also an issue, which is why we're trying to initiate a global conversation about it, is people say, if it's happening in your home, it's none of my business. Or yeah. if something violent is going on, then they don't want to get involved for fear that they will also then be faced with mm -hmm. 
risk themselves uh, to their own safety. Um, so there's a lot of barriers, um, not just at a cultural level, but it also almost at a human instinct level of not wanting to get involved in something dangerous. So how do we yeah. overcome uh, and because we've re really where there is a gender-based violence issue going on where or any kind of violence where one the perpetrator is overwhelmingly more powerful than the victim as a as communities mm -hmm. we need to take more active roles in in saying hang on that's not okay or preventing or calling the police when we hear something going on or you know something to try mm -hmm. and intervene rather than turning a blind eye so with this national campaign mm -hmm. what uh, is the tactic here to get people in in portugal um standing up for each other more powerfully yes uh, stand up for each other it was uh, the main um the main theme of this uh, uh, theme of this campaign mm. the awareness is very important all of uh, all of uh, uh, all people knows about it uh, it happens in the the next uh, the, the the house next house um, near us but uh, sometimes we can we don't want to hear and we don't want to participate on uh, on this it's not only to complain, uh, to to uh, call for help, uh, or to uh, to be solidary with uh, that uh, that person. So um, this national campaign was to aware is an awareness campaign, but also um, uh, uh, to bring some alert that the violence concerns all of us. It's not a problem of that women or that man or the, that children. It's a problem. It's, we are speaking uh, and talking about uh, um, human rights, so we need everyone uh, to help uh, uh, each other on this fight and uh, um, and to have less uh, numbers um, concerning uh, domestic abuse. Um, it, it's not uh, uh, it's not a work for this uh, uh, or that organization, it's not a problem of that women or that children, it's a problem of all of us. And we need everybody uh, on this, uh, on this road. Uh, we need uh, the, the neighbors to, uh, to, to be solidary. Uh, we need more information. Uh, we know that who, who is being abused. Uh, we have lots of information in the, in the community, but we also know that who is being abused uh, sometimes it has no no access to information because one of the strategy of the abuser is to isolate the victim and uh, don't let her to participate on the society and the community, uh, even not going to work or uh, is always uh, uh, controlling um, uh, their uh, their life or her life. So we need everyone to be involved on the, um, the change that we have and we must to achieve. Mm. Um, a, a better life for everyone, um, more respect for, for uh, human rights and uh, women's rights, and to have a better uh, community, we need all, uh, 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 everyone. We need everyone is, uh, is demanding. <laughs> we are demanding for everyone, and uh, this, um, uh, these, um, this fight needs everybody. Mm. And I think that's an important point that you make too, Elizabeth, is that often uh, 
what what we've found is that the uh, one of the primary tactics of an abuser is this kind of mm -hmm. coercive control and, and and one of the tactics yes. specifically being isolation. Now, often mm -hmm. if we are a neighbour of somebody that we know who is being harmed, even if we approach the neighbour and say, are you okay or I can hear what's going on, sometimes the woman themselves will deny it because they have yes, had their own life or yes. the life of their children yes. uh, threatened, right? Yes. But the yes. important yes. thing is that even if that woman doesn't feel like she can take you up on your help right now, it's really important that you let her know she's not alone because isolation yes, is the thing that is cutting her off. And if she gradually can see that more people are aware and more people know what's going on and not trying to force her to do anything but just interrupting this experience of isolation, then eventually, hopefully, mm -hmm. she will feel like she has enough support that mm -hmm. perhaps these threats to her life or her children's life, which is very often the case, may not happen, mm -hmm. you know, that she can let people know without that consequence happening if enough people know. So um, I think sometimes when people have said that they offered support to somebody and they're like, oh, but they don't want it. It's not necessarily about yeah. that they don't want it. It's that they've had the life often of their children threatened by their partner. Yeah. yeah. And so yeah. The, the, the refusal of support is often what they think they need to do in order to protect the life of their kids or their own life. And we need yeah. to have a lot of compassion for the level of, of trauma around that. So yeah. I think that that's important that's for people to recognise because they um, they don't, um, you, know, you know, people don't shy away from communicating with victims, mm -hmm. you know, just yeah. because they think that the help is not being taken up. Yeah, lots of people think that uh, women uh, remain in the in a um, in a used relationship because they want, or um, they don't want to get trouble to themselves. They think if they are intervening in a, in a domestic um, uh, abuse situation, they are uh, getting problems to themselves, and they don't want to uh, to do nothing. It's uh, so. We, we must remember that sometimes denying violence is a strategy for um, surviving. Mm. And uh, um, it, no one likes to be uh, beaten. Um, and denying uh, this is lots of times uh, 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 a surviving strategy. Um, uh, but if we have, uh, we have information, uh, sometimes um, we can, um, in our time, decide when, when, and uh, um, when will be the time, uh, and when, when I can, I can I do it. Mm. So it's important. All of all of you have said that that's it. We have to be uh, awareness of all this uh, and to be um, available to help in what we can help. To mm -hmm. call the police, of course, sometimes, but to give some information, to say, I have some time for you if you want. I know an, uh, an organization that can uh, provide some information mm -hmm. to, to give a number, um, to, uh, to say, I'm here. If it's not today, your day, but I'm here and you can, you can count on me. 
Yeah, on exactly. Him. So this is very, very important. Yeah. Uh, we know that um, um, each uh, each of uh, of us has their own own time um, to achieve some uh, some some goals. And um, uh, if there is resources available, I can use it when I'm prepared to to use it, or when I say this is the time is now. So this is very important that everyone has information to give each other and to help and uh, to know that they are the problem of domestic violence and domestic abuse are uh, uh, something that concerns all of us and we have to be prepared to help, to inform, uh, to call the police if it is necessary and to be there if someone needs us. Yeah, and also to I think you know we were we were speaking um, with a woman last week, who uh, was based in the UK, and her um, her husband at the time had broken her jaw, and she had a little baby that she was um, still mm-hmm. breastfeeding. The baby was very tiny, and so she went to the hospital with the broken jaw, and told the you know the hospital what had happened, and so then the hospital bring in the police and child services because there's a child involved in in the violence. Yeah. But then yes. the husband comes to the hospital and threatens her and says, "If you tell anybody what happens, I'm going to make sure that child mm-hmm. protective services takes your kid away from you." Now, not being yeah. familiar with the system herself, obviously her primary, even beyond her own safety, is to keep her child safe and to keep her child with her. So then when the police Mm -hmm. come to do their statement, she lies to the police and backtracks on her story because in that moment Mm -hmm. she feels like that's what she needs to do to keep her child safe. So Mm -hmm. it's it's important as communities that we also open up our minds to the possibility of understanding that this is a very, very complicated issue. It is not just yeah. about, we'll just leave or just stand yeah. up for yourself or just do this. Yeah. So when we're offering yeah. support to women who are experiencing this kind of violence, it's important that we offer the support, that they know that we're there, but that we don't have fixed expectations about what they should do, right? Because we don't know yes. the complexity of what it is that they're being threatened with right now. So, and and just okay. keep being there until that person can find a way out of that situation. Um, mm-hmm. So I, th- I think that that kind of um, compassionate understanding and consideration of the complexity of the issue is very important for communities when we're offering our help as neighbours or friends or family um, because I yeah. think sometimes yeah, people yeah. get very kind of fixated on what they think this person should be doing, but they don't actually know yes, what's happening yes. behind the scenes. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. That's it. That's yeah. it. Yes. Um, it's not they. They are lying. They are surviving. They are not denying because they don't. Ex- uh, they don't uh, um, know that they are being um, abused. Mm. Yes, we have some women that are abused and don't have the conscience that they have. Uh, they are uh, abused. That's, that's true. But um, we, uh, lots of women, and uh, um, uh, all the society give more focus on physical abuse than in other types of uh, of abuse. Mm. And even sexual abuse are not um, are not very uh, in light in in, in what concerns. 
um, the, uh, um, uh, conjugal or intimate relationships. We don't. Uh, we, we, and it's not people only. It's also the, the legal system. Sometimes mm. it uh, it appears all under, like it is domestic violence. It does not uh, separate domestic violence uh, in in marriage. Uh, relationships uh, um, and don't separate the, the violation uh, or, um, or sexual abuse on domestic violence. It's all, all domestic violence. And it's not correct for, uh, in our point of view. Mm-hmm. But um, uh, when all society is, um, is, uh, think that uh, if you are not beaten, you are not really a victim, mm-hmm. um, that that path also to the mind of, of women and uh, people that are um, uh, psycholog- uh, victims of psychological uh, um, abuse. Mm. And we have also, uh, 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 and they are waiting something, <laughs> they are waiting something. Um, in, in Portugal, uh, in, in Cosenza Femicides, for, 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 for instance, um, we see that um, uh, approximately five, uh, um, uh, 65% uh, of all women that are uh, um, are murdered, um, they were murdered uh, on um, on intimate relationships. But uh, ten of them were murdered um, after leaving uh, the relationship. So yes. sometimes, and uh, women think that, and they know that staying is surviving and is live. Um, uh, it's the possibility of living because. The user says, and sometimes they do that, that if she leaves me, I will kill her, and they kill them. Mm-hmm. So uh, staying is sometimes waiting for the right time to um, to survive uh, and to live. Um, so it's it's not um, it's not a simple uh, decision. It's a comp- it's very complicated and complex um, decision, um, and we must be. Um, uh, available for information and help, um, and not um, being the conscious of that women. Mm. Um, that's that's our role. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. It's well, not to judge; it's to help. <laughs> exactly, exactly. Thank you so much for um, talking to us about um, this incredible oh, study you, that you and ah, Uma you. have done, uh, because it is really important in. Um, enabling us to try and figure out how uh why these things keep occurring and what as communities we can do to help interrupt these um violent cycles so thank you so much and i know uh, the work that you guys you. are doing thank is incredible you, i yeah. thank you peter it's yeah. uh, a great hug for you and all uh, all of the, uh, that are involved in the global campaign thank yeah. you very much yeah. and the best yeah, and thanks Thank for Uma's support. You guys are great with us too, also. <laughs> Thank you.